You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. What up, DC? How y'all feeling? Any Brooklyn people in the building? Where my Brooklyn people in the building? Yes, any New York people in the building? Yeah! Any Jersey people in the building? Yes. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, I'm fucking tired. Son. Jackson was like, Daddy. I said, what? He said, you got to get sturdy. So I said, what is getting sturdy? I'm old now. So started doing all these dances and shit. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get sturdy. I think I might have torn my meniscus just now. That shit is no joke. Shout out to everybody. First and foremost, before we get started, thank you. Thank you because we had to make some adjustments. You guys came in, you guys that were here early, you smiled, you loved on us, you were appreciative. So we appreciate you guys. So give yourself a round of applause. But without any further ado, I know the real reason why y'all here. It ain't because of me. It is not because of me, all right? And I'm going to tell y'all something right now. This young lady that's about to come out, is a freaking beast. Because three days ago, she had oral surgery. And I wanted to cancel the show. And she said, Devout, there's no way we cancel the show on these people. 
going to put some ice on my face. <laughs> Love you too, bro. She put some ice on her face. And she said, baby, let's go make some magic and spread some love. So without further ado, I'd like to bring to the stage my queen, the queen of not one, not two, not three, but four whole boys. Ladies and gentlemen, KK! I you look love good. it. Thank you. You look good, baby. You look good. Thank you so much. Yes. DC, what's up, y'all? OMG! Have a seat, have a seat, have a seat. Have, have a, a seat, seat have, have a seat. seat. Yes. Man, I got up here and it just got hot instantly. Yeah, you know what hot. I think it is too? What's up? I think it's the beautiful faces that I see out here in the audience Chocolate tonight. City, Chocolate City, Chocolate we love City. You back. Chocolate yes. City. Yes. Oh Hold my up. goodness. This is what we're going to do. We always start. Who here listens to the podcast every Wednesday? Let me fix your chain. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. This, this is this what is a wife a, does. This is, this wife is a little on. birthday present for him, so I got to make sure you're right, all right? Yeah, she's Because mama been working, y'all. See, she blessed Mommy been right. working. You know, nine months ago, we had little Dakota. So my people down front, listen, I told them last night in Philly, I got my Spanx on, you know? So if you see a little Spanx peek through at the bottom, you let me know. Y'all got to hold me down, all right? All right. And if I pass out, from holding it in, y'all know what time I'm going to catch you. I'm going to catch you. <laughs> I can see you. I love it. I love it. So y'all know right. we always do karaoke, right? But this is very, very different for us because this is Deadass Podcast Live. So this ain't about us. It's about you. So we want y'all to sing along with us. This is a very popular song for karaoke. Yeah. And it's going to speak and, and, and begin what we want to talk about today which is about loving each other, serving each other. Okay? So DJ, give us that karaoke, baby. Let's see if y'all know this song. <laughs> Woo! Yes, DJ, cut that. Thank you so much for uh, <laughs> Good job, y'all. Because y'all already know, if you listen to the podcast, the girl be trying, but that is not my ministry. Okay? Singing is not my ministry, so I'm going to stay in my lane and I'm going to talk. Yes. And we're going to have a good time tonight. So DC, oh, we love you <laughs> we too. We love you too, yo. We love Thank you too. Thank you so much. So, so we were just in DC what, a little while ago. We were, we were in DC a little about while two, ago. three weeks ago with the boys. Yes. So we did a whole family trip out here. Yes. Because we thoroughly believe in making sure that we are taking our boys around to experience not only just having the family experiences and the bonding moments, but learning about who they are. Yes. Their culture, their roots, where they've come from, all that good stuff. Mm. Oh, thank you. Are you giving them a show now? They they ain't pay <laughs> for that. Listen. They ain't not pay for that. Titties popping out, y'all. Titties is out. Just Hold me down again. Remember I told y'all, spanks and titties, okay? <laughs> spanks and titties. <laughs> so, next is story time. I'm going to take y'all back. Way back. To three days ago. <laughs> three days ago. Y'all remember the time? What were y'all doing three days ago? I heard somebody singing Remember the Time. Who was singing Remember the Time? Let me hear them vocals real quick. Ooh, hold that thought. We have so much more to say, but not before we get into these ads. We'll be right back, y'all. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, 
you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, Near, the OG that I used for years, has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes. No nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Welcome to Deadass Podcast. This is a safe space where you have to feel comfortable being exactly who you are without feeling the need of being judged. You understand me? And... It's important that 
we tell you guys that because, like I said, this podcast is not about us. It's about you. So we're going to be playing a game today. And the game is going to involve three couples that are in this audience right here. So pretty much what happened was we had prompted you guys to write into us. This is the moment where the guys who are here with their significant others get real nervous. Yes. Because they're like, oh, shit, don't tell me you wrote us in. Don't tell us you wrote us in. Last night in Philly, this dude down front was just like, please, you didn't write, me in. You didn't write us in, did you? And, of course, they were one of the couples. Second, second couple comes up. <laughs> second couple said, was up. We met in elementary school. And that nigga said, damn! <laughs> he knew that was their story. So pretty much y'all had to write into us. We had Tribble, our producer, who y'all met a little bit before we came on stage. Give it up for Tribble, Shout out for Tribble. You guys were finally able to see Tribble and meet her a little bit because we're always talking about her on the podcast. She's one that holds us down. She's been with us since Stitcher to iHeartRadio. So we love Tribble. Tribble is also single in case you didn't tell y'all. All right. She is single and she is looking for a lovely female. So if there's anybody in the audience that's single and might be interested in Tribble, hit her in the DMs. That's where it goes down. She's welcoming them. <laughs> so I am going to read the three love stories of the couples who were selected. Yes. All right. I'm not going to say the name at first. I'm going to read the love story. And then at this point, you'll kind of figure out who it is because you know that you wrote in. And I'll announce the names and you guys are going to make your way over to this side where Denora is standing. Raise your hand, Denora. Everyone give it up for Denora. Dino. Manager. All right now. And you are going to make your way up on stage and we're going to have a little fun tonight. All right. All right. First couple up. We are, and they gave our, their Instagram handle, we are Crunchfield. We are, I guess that's their name, okay. We're celebrating 12 years of marriage, August 20th, but 14 years together. My husband was a church boy. Ah. I was straight off the street. Okay. I mean, drug dealing, okay. rockwear jacket, Pyrosuco jeans, <laughs> Tim's chick. Okay. Okay. 2006, he saw me at a church woman's event. Oh, at a church woman's event. Great. What was okay. she doing at a church woman's event? She was there in her tent. She was in there doing, hand, she was doing hand to hands. That's what she was doing. She was in there like, come here. Come here. Let me get that $5. She gold. had a different kind of offering plate, huh? Pastor. Pastor. Huh? Okay. Gonna, your secret is safe. Well, look, me. I had just got saved and wasn't for no stuff and definitely no pretty yellow boy. Yo, she mad gangster. <laughs> I can't wait to see them come up. Let's see what she look like, y'all. Bring them up, please. But about six months later, after he kept trying to get at me, I shot my shot in his MySpace messages. We taking it back to MySpace. Yo. Okay. And we have Yo. been inseparable ever since. Y'all give it up for Michael and Carrie Crutchfield. All right now. Introduce so as Michael up. and Carrie make their way down, we're going to move on to couple number two. And as you hear your story, make your way on up, all right? Oh, we have some newlyweds in the building. So we are newlyweds and we'll be celebrating our two-year anniversary on October 1st. Okay. No words could describe our love story, dead ass. It was nothing but God. In a nutshell, we met May 2013. We're officially boyfriend and girlfriend September 28th, 2013. After 10 months, we had a bad breakup. Didn't talk for 10 months. Got back together December 2014. Went through a hell of a healing process. That's how okay, it goes. baby, that's how it that's works. How it goes. That's how it works. 
Six years later, February 3rd, 2020, Rob proposed, and October 1st, 2020, we got married. Y'all give nice. it up for Katrina and Robert! Yeah! All right. And while we wait for Katrina and Robert, I will bring up the third and final couple. I'm nosy. I'm going to listen, but I want to read it too. Man. <laughs> Something about seeing the words, right? Yeah, I know, right? All right, come in. Stand close. Right. And I want to feel your booty right, too. That man. part too. All right, go ahead. All right, now. Most would say it had to be love. That's capital H-A-D. Had to be love that drew an almost 40-year-old woman, never married, and no children to a 40-year-old divorced father of seven. Chat. Hey, 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 no judgment. No judgment. Guys, 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 guys. Hey, y'all, come on up over. You are kidding. Yes. I just got tired of a motherfucker. Listen, listen. Y'all can save y'all judgment for 10 p.m. when the show is over, okay? Not here, though. Seven? So not just seven children, but get this, seven preteen teenage girls. Oh my God! Baby! That, they don't say that. It sure do. My man, you have the patience of Job. Michael, Job. AKA House, and Tashiko officially met in 2009, fell in love, married in 2012 twice, and closed the sister circle in 2013, officially making House a girl dad of eight. Wow, congratulations. All right now, he only got the recipe for one type of baby. Mm. We've Sound now been- familiar. Facts, we know all about that, right? They've we've now been rocking and rolling for 11 years, a blended family like no other. Team Broadband has managed to ride the heights, muddle through the lows, and continue together to tell the story and the journey continues. Wow, that was very well written. Michael and Tashiko, come on up! You look beautiful, all of you! All right, so give us your names so we know who's who and we can put the story together. Michael and Carrie. Michael and Carrie, give it up for Michael and Carrie, y'all. That's double number one. And we have? Katrina. Robert. Katrina and Robert. Yes, girl, dad, and Can mom. Can you guys come up? Tasha Cole. Tasha Cole. Right House. here. All right, Join now. Have you guys come so up. So good to have y'all with us right tonight. Here. All right, y'all, so I'm going to give you guys the rules. Um, audience, you can also listen along so you can make sure y'all help us keep score and all that good stuff, all right? So each couple will be standing back to back, and you have your marker and your notepad. Let's go back De to back. Back to back. Deval and I will ask the women and men questions respectively, allowing them to answer for what you believe your spouse would say. So for example, I'm going to ask the question to the ladies about what the men would say. And Kadena is going to ask a question to the gentleman about what the women would say. And you both are answering what you think your spouse would say. So Copy. now, you have, since y'all got eight kids, I'm going to give y'all eight seconds. <laughs> eight seconds to answer. <laughs> All right. So each player will write down their answer without consulting with their spouse to see who knows their partner the best. And when the timer goes off, time is up and we will share the answers. And All for, right. For the last time. No matter what the answer is, do not judge these people. 
until you leave here. Somebody say it's over. I don't know what y'all say oh, in the car. Oh, child. Listen. All right. All right. Are we ready, babe? You have question number one. Do you remember your question or you need your cue card? I'm, I do this. All right. Go ahead. Let me see if you remember. Question number one. Ladies, if your husband were to be asked right now how many times a week y'all have sex, what would his answer be? All right. So everyone should have something written down. Yes. And just read the question again, Deval. The question is, ladies, how many times a week would your husband or spouse or significant other say y'all have sex per week? How many times a week would y'all have sex? All right. Couple number one. All right. Let's show the answer at the same time. Let's show. <laughs> one in the possible. We have, we have a space player over here, ladies and gentlemen. We have a space player. She said one in the possible. He said three. So now this is what's funny right. about this. This was funny about this. We've been doing this for a while. Every time we ask this question, the women always be like, nah, he going to say we never have sex. And the men going to be like, yeah, we need to have more sex. So the answers always vary. That's a fact. So y'all ain't the, the only one with different answers. Nobody telling right? the truth. You say he <laughs> We be tied. I understand, sis. Couple number two. 0.5. You get a half a point. You get a half a point. It's the haves and the possibles for you get me. Half a point. <laughs> I mean, y'all be busy. Y'all got kids. Y'all don't got kids? no kids. And when y'all got married, I tell her first one. So y'all not really newlyweds. That's two years. Y'all newish. So so wait, real quick, brother. So what do you think seems to be the uh, hole back here? I'm a smart man. I won't answer that question. That's it. He said he gonna smile, man. Okay. This is somebody, them two years right. he learned a lot. All right. Don't ever go against your wife in public. That's a fact. Y'all have that conversation in the car. <laughs> All right. Now. Couple number three. You had seven kids, so you seem like you active. Listen. All right. Let's just be honest. He probably be walking around the house like this. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Where you at? Three, two, one, turn. Oh, see? Okay. They know each other. Okay. They know each other. I they see said you. One. I see you. I one. see you. They save. I see you. So they we have one point, a half a point, zero points. All right. So but you will have a chance to redeem yourself. Question you number two have is coming. time to redeem yourself. Question number two. All right. If you ride in the car with your spouse and their mother... Who would your spouse want to sit in the front? All right. Fuck the mother niggas. Damn. We talking about mom here. Shit. I know, right? Okay, damn. DJ, what about that song, bro? That was you? <laughs> <laughs> couple you? number oh, two. Okay. Couple Three. number. Oh, we're starting with couple number two. two. All right. One. Mother. Mother, mommy. Okay. All right. Okay. So okay. mom is riding in the front. So now listen. Listen. Hey, hey. I told y'all don't be judging people. It sound like judgment out there. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all why this is important. I'm going to tell y'all why this is important. They both agree that his mom is going to be in the front, right? So what difference does it make if everybody else feels something different? Yeah. If they're in agreement, it don't matter. That's a fact. That's how marriage works. There we go. So now y'all got one and a half point. 
Couple number three. Three, two, one, bow. Wife. Okay, there now. There we go. Wife down front. Yes. Okay. That's two points. Y'all are on point. I see y'all okay, on point. Okay, I see that. <laughs> she, he said, my mother been in the car. What's your mother say? She don't want to be in the front. See? My mom literally said the same thing. My mom easy. said, hey, hey. See, this is after we got engaged. Because before we got engaged, my mom used to be in the front. Yep. After we got engaged, my mom came over to me. She said, hey, baby, tell Kadeen, go ahead and get in the front seat. And I, and I was like, why? <laughs> she, she said, trust me. I was like, all right. Then I started to realize what was happening here. She was like, your wife always has to come first over your mom. Yes. Shout out to I Karen was like, Ellis. Right. Bomb-ass mother-in-law. Like, it was something her. that I learned. It Love was something her. I learned. And that worked for us. That's a fact. Couple number one. Me, wife all day. Wife, all right. wife, wife. All right. Go. So here we go. Here we go. We got three correct answers. Three correct answers. That means they're on the same page. They definitely are. Yes. All right. You got your next question ready? Yes, I do. All right now. It's right up in here. Uh-huh. Ladies, if you had to give your partner an A plus in this sexual position. Did every question about sex. You notice that with the value? It was on the card. <laughs> you picked all the sex questions. It was on the card. Go ahead. If you had to give your partner an A-plus in this sexual position, what would it be? So who are we asking? We're asking the ladies. The ladies. We're asking the ladies. So if you were giving your spouse an A-plus in the sexual position, what would it be that he does that just, you know? Yeah. All right. Pens down. Pens down. I see people trying to change things. Don't be peeking over that shoulder. We got, we got tape. We can rewind. Couple number three, you guys up first. Three, two, <laughs> one, bang. Oral missionary. Oral That's the first missionary. time they disagree. Okay. Y'all got to recap that one, all right? He like to look into your eyes. <laughs> Lay down, baby. Let me, <laughs> let me see you while I'm here right now. That's why you got so many kids. You making love, right? That's a fact. They Looking say that, right? Making love makes girls. About. So what yes. are we doing? You know what we've been doing. I Face know down, doing. ass up. Hey. Every day. All day, every day. <laughs> All right. Number one. Number, number one. Eat that thing and <laughs> eat that thing. He said all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Oh, you should have went with freak. your first thought. Should have went with your first thought. He's a freak. <laughs> Couple number two. Hey. 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 There you go. Dog is that. Y'all going to have boys too. I love that. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> oh, yeah. When the time comes, if you would like children, chances are. That's Hit what's going to happen. Let us know. <laughs> Hit us up. That's the recipe right there. All right, so this question is for my ladies. If you were to give your spouse a whole pass, what celebrity would they use it for? Or which celebrity would they use it for? It's funny, every time we ask this question, right, all the men start sweating. <laughs> it's, hypothetical. it's hypothetical. It's hypothetical. It's <laughs> hypothetical. 
All right. All right. Who's up? Couple number two. You're up first. Three, two, one, go. Christina Milian, Lauren London. Lauren London, Christina Milian. I mean, you got a type, right? They kind of <laughs> have a type. They kind of the same person. They resemblish. <laughs> you get another half a point. They sort of kind of resemble. You get another half a point. Because <laughs> on everything, I, I thought that uh, Lauren London was in Love Don't Cost a Thing. But that was Christina Milian. That was Christina Milian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, he over here like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Couple number three. Three, two, one. Oh! Did they get it? Yo, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I fuck with them, y'all. I fuck with them, y'all. They know each other, yo. They know it? each other. That's it. what's up. Janet Jackson. Oh, Janet. Oh, Janet was Jackson. anybody at Essence Fest this year? Did anyone go to Essence Fest and see Janet perform? Baby, Miss Janet has not yes. missed the beat, okay? All right. She was bomb. Couple number one. Sanaa Lathan and who, who you have? You had nobody? What happened? That's, yo. He said that's yo. my celebrity right there. Yo. Give, give me four. Give me yes. four. Yes. Yes. You see that? You go, you girl. That? How many years you been in the game? 12, that's why. 12, I don't know nobody. Got your celebrity right nobody there. Nobody but you, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you get a half a point for that because it was a dope answer. Yes. Yes. She evening out the possible over here. She I see it. She did say one of the possible. She said there one of the possible. There we go. There we go. All right. Last question of the day. All right. Last question of the day. Who said, I love you first? And where did they say it? This is a two-part question. If you get both right, you get two points. There you go. Now, this is where the fights always happen right here now. <laughs> this is the portion of the show. Lord. So, All right. we're going to start. Couple number two. Yes. Three, two, one, go. All right, so they got one part right. She said it first. Yes. But there's a discrepancy so with whether it was at point. the apartment there or at home. There we go. Let me ask a question. Were you in your apartment on the phone? I mean. There we go. I mean, y'all get two points. Leave it to the Y'all get two points. Y'all get two points. <laughs> Couple number three. Three, two, one. House home. Wait, wait, um. <laughs> but who said it first? Oh, your name is House. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck? We forgot his nickname. Is I House. was confused. I was like, <laughs> she answered the second question twice. Like, you know how people in high school don't know. know shit, so they go C, 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 C. I was like, oh, poor thing. Okay. So, <laughs> you get two points. Yes. Nice. Yes. Couple number house one. House said it in the house? Yes. House said it in the house. You know, Very yes. nice. Okay. Very good. Yes. Okay. So, we agree that it was he said it first. He didn't know where, though. She said on the steps at Kiana's house. All right, All Kiana. Right. 
We want to know who's Kiana. <laughs> nah. So they got one point. So who won? I'm going to tell you who won. I'm going to tell you who won. Everybody hush your mouth. Hush your mouth. I think it was three. They all win. You want to know why? Anybody who is brave enough to come up in here and speak their truth in front yes. of a crowd of strangers always wins. I agree. Yes. So what they get? Because you know I'm all the gifts. Get off the stage. No. <laughs> Everybody here get a round of drinks on me. Make sure you go to the back. Tell them that the vow sent you. Come on back there. Yeah. Yes. Bartending staff, hook them up with some drinks. On hook them up with some drinks. And go me. enjoy yourselves. Get real saucy. Yes. Go home tonight. Don't have no more kids. <laughs> already don't got no, no diapers. There was already a Similac shortage all summer. Now we know why. <laughs> Between you and Nick Cannon, no. Uh, <laughs> all right, before you keep going, let's stop for a quick second. We're going to go pay some bills. We're going to be right back. So hold that thought. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, near, the OG that I used for years has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay, it works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month. But all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Now we get into the podcast. We typically like to do that as an icebreaker because uh, we like to get to know y'all. You know, this isn't really about us. Um, There is no blueprint to love or life. We all out here guessing. Trying to figure shit out. (laughs) Thank you, Hilton. We love you too. You ain't getting no more drinks, Hilton. Hilton All right. I'm like, was that still Hilton? They already told me at the bar you got shots for everybody. I'm like, cut that nigga (laughs) off. All right. Cut Hilton's tab (laughs) off. Oh. But no, um, baby. What's up? Let's talk a little bit about DC. We um, you know, we almost moved to DC. Yes. We almost did. It was yes. 2019. Yes. The pandemic was like on its brink in the beginning of 2020. We were living in Calabasas, and Calabasas just didn't feel like us. You know, we're East New Yorkers. We're black. First of all, any New Yorkers came down here? Oh, yes, 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 definitely. Some uh, New okay, I see y'all. How about my island, Massive? Anybody from Jamaica? Jamaica, we reach. Yes, bop, 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 bop. Love it. <laughs> Before we get started, there was a couple that just got married. I was going to shout them out. We saw them in the meet and greet. Where are they? Where are they? Where oh, are they? yes. There was a couple that just got married. We had a call. Actually, we had two. Malaysia and Q. Give Malaysia it up for Malaysia and Q. Shout out to Malaysia and Q. Those are the two names I remember. And yes, there was yes, another yes. couple. Newly married? Where y'all yes, at? Yes, I met them Hopefully at the, they're the still here. But shout out to our newlyweds. Yes. yes. But um, we almost moved to D.C. because we learned a lot about the history. And, of course, it's called Chocolate City. Did you know that D.C. was the place where most free black people started in America? Did you guys know that? Yes. Yes. All right. And of course, during Reconstruction, they migrated west and they migrated north looking for work and stuff like that. But D.C. has a lot of history, especially with all of the great universities that are here. We were just recently here with the boys. And part of the reason why we wanted to move to D.C. is because we wanted to raise our children in a place that looks like them. You understand what I'm saying? And um, we, do, we do say a lot of jokes. We like to break the ice, talk about sex and stuff like that. It's funny. But we really want you guys to leave here feeling like you've been filled up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I feel better. I want to be better tomorrow than I am today. So we want to talk a little bit about creating a safe space for our young people. How many parents do we have here in the building? All right. Y'all in here deep, 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 deep. And how many singles in the room? All right. Shout out to my singles. My brother's single. Did the valet y'all know that already? Tristan, raise your hand. We're looking for a nice young lady for him. 
right. Is he mingling? He's probably mingling knowing him. <laughs> he probably mingling, probably buying people drinks on my tab. He probably I, is. Hey, me, I mean, you're going to have a problem. That's some real little brother shit, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then our married couples. All right. And then our couples who are dating in situationships, you know. We all that. Look, Any look. dating couples? Okay. They're like, all right. nobody put the phone over here because... <laughs> They're going to pull me up for a game now, right? And, and Kadeen no. and DeVal, this couple right here, they're about to get married right here, right in the yes. front. Yes, stand up, stand married. up. Stand up here, turn weeks, around. Right? Everybody send them some love. They're getting yes. married in two weeks. Two weeks they're getting married. We're sending you all, all right. the positive energy and positive vibes. I love that. And they down front and center. They're like, we, we trying yes. to pick up all the gems today, right? <laughs> yes. But no, we actually loved DC a lot because of the history and we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about how we create safe spaces for our boys. Um, for example, like I said, we were living in Calabasas, and I'll never forget, Jax came home one day, and this is the first time he had cornrows. And he said people just kept trying to touch his hair. And they were like, man, you cool, you got braids. And then another kid said to him, you know, you're really, really cool, you got braids and you got Jordans. Which, if you're not black, you don't understand, like, that's a microaggression for you cool because you black. And I'll never forget this story. Jackson, as y'all know, we're fair-skinned. We go to his class, and he's the only black kid in his class, right? And there's a bunch of pictures on the wall, right? And the pictures are self-portraits. And we're looking at all of these pictures, and all of the pictures are painted pink because the white people painted themselves pink. And we see one little picture, right? And it's the darkest shade of brown I had ever seen in my life, right? <laughs> So now, all the parents are looking up there, and they're just like, I'm looking for the green eyes. I'm trying to figure out, you know, the, the blue eyes. Which one is Megan? And I, I walk up in between them. I say, I'm looking for the brown eyes. <laughs> I'm trying to find out. And they didn't know whether to laugh or not. But it kind of, like, resonated with me that when you put your children in places where they don't feel comfortable, it's difficult for them to exist freely. And... I, I realized that that's part of the reason why we moved to Atlanta was because we wanted to put our children in a place where they can see themselves and see people around them be successful. And if we, when I look in this audience, I see a bunch of happy, successful, loving people. So shout out to y'all. Anybody out here been to HBCUs? I knew that was coming. I'm so jealous. I really wish that we did. Deval and I went to Hofstra out in Long Island in New York. Yeah. And I think that's one of my biggest, like, if I could do it all over again moments, I would have yeah. definitely attended the HBCU. Yeah. yeah. Somebody needs to, like, bring me on as, like, an honorary. And, and, and this is the funny thing, because we don't speak about why black people choose to go to PWIs. For instance, I, I was, the, the thought process was, I have to learn how to deal with what the world looks like, right? So if I go to a college, that's predominantly white, the world is predominantly white, I'll learn more about how to deal with that situation. But now I have friends who graduated from HBCUs and they tell me how they've been prepared for the world and taught their history. All I do is spend time teaching my son's history. And I realized, like, man, they could really benefit from going to HBCU. So we're starting to ingrain in them from young, like, we know you athletes. You could be one of the first generations to say, I'm a five star. I'm going to go to Howard, or I'm going to go to Hampton, or I'm going to go to Spelman. Okay. And that's, I hear you. A&T. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> shout out to all of y'all for going to HBCUs. But look, 
We have about 37 minutes. And you know what we want to do with these 37 minutes? We want to talk to y'all. We want to talk to y'all. We want to talk to y'all. Okay. Because of the podcast. But first of all, who's listening to this season of the podcast? Yeah. And I've been asking in every stop, what's been a favorite episode this season so far? Family. I heard selling grandma's Serving house. Serving your spouse. Very nice. That was a good one. Nice. Selling granny's house. Anybody listen this week? Selling granny's yes. house. All right. So we're going to do listener letters live. We're going to do live listener letters. Live listener letters. Because you know that's my favorite part of the show. Because I'll be only y'all business because y'all do write in. So we had, normally on the show we'll have you guys write in and Triple will go through and she'll pick some listener letters and we will answer them at the end of every episode. Mm. But what we're going to do here today is we're going to have a microphone that I believe Denora or Triple has. Both. We have one Both. over here. Okay, so we have Triple over Tribble, here. One over here for Denora. And we have Denora on this side. So we want to hear from y'all. If you have any questions... Uh, we want to talk about some stuff. What's on your mind? We want to hear from you. So put your hand up, and we will make our way over to you. So go ahead, y'all. I see a hand right here in front. That was the first hand. Don't be shy. Oh, Tribble got one right here. Okay, here go. Tribble's going to come around to you. Okay, I'm a little embarrassed. Don't, don't be. be sit, don't be. Safe, safe space. space. Remember? Okay, space. Um, They're going to judge you after 10 o'clock. So you okay, I'm, I'm Drea from D.C. Hi, Drea. Hi. Everyone say hi, Drea. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. Okay, so this is super deep. Okay, so I was with my college sweetheart for forever. Um, we got engaged a year after, well, the, during the pandemic in October 2020. And so January, um, about February actually, he decided he didn't want to get married anymore at when we decided, but he wanted to push it back a year until 2021, okay? okay. So fast forward to 2021, um, October, he then decided, um, I'm really not feeling like I want to get married anymore, right? So I'm gonna ask, from you guys, from you know, being together from college. I don't wanna say like uh, immature, what should I do? But like, I'm feeling like part of me wants to ride it out, you know, with the, the man that I love, who I thought was my soulmate. But then the other part of me is like, do I just drop this man and move on? <laughs> We, Wait, also no, no, should, no. we also should add no. that the primary driver of this is probably um, a family member. We won't announce who that family member is. Oh, is. <laughs> Jesus. Don't you say his mother out loud. Okay, so seriously, I, I come from a family who they were together, the, the only people they've ever been with, right? So they're like, ride it through, you got this. But then the other part of me is like, is this normal? So, so. But, but he was clear about the fact that he doesn't think he wants to be married. He was clear that he wanted to be married, but then he wanted to get to know each other more. After he already proposed, I had a ring on my finger. I clearly don't have a ring on my finger anymore. Mm. But I still love this man. So I think that's the dilemma is like. How old are you guys? We've been together on and off since 2015, but seriously, since 2019. And how old are you? I am 27. Okay. Ooh, so, damn! 
I mean, damn. Guys. <laughs> this, this is the first thing I'm going to say, all right? Oh, sis. This is the first thing I'm going to say. I feel like I just want to come give you a thank hug you, first Thank off. you. Thank you for being for your vulnerable bravery. and sharing thank that. Thank you for your bravery. Yes. That's the first thing. We first like thing. to have fun, but this is a serious situation, I feel. Yes. So thank you for sharing that with us. So understand it. It's the, everything we say is always going to be in jest because it has to be fun. But we're going to give you some truth, all right? The first thing, this is the first thing. When someone is honest with you about what they want and what they need, believe them. So if he says he doesn't want to be married and you want to be married, that may not be the person that you want to be married to. Or it may mean that y'all may not be available at the same time. But since this is a time where you feel like you want now, here's I'm going to ask a question. Are you willing to try to meet other people to see who is w willing to get married? Or do you love this man so much you are willing to wait until he's ready to get married? Don't listen to nobody else <laughs> but yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because you're the only person that has to live with this situation. Yes. You understand? The, the main thing we do is we feel pressure from other people to not look quote unquote stupid. I don't want to look stupid, so I'm going to do what everybody else says I should do. And sometimes and it's not just pressure to feel stupid, but there's that societal pressure. There's the pressure that you have this timeline or this clock that's ticking, which is very real. Talk about that. And there's a timeline that you have in your mind that you're saying, well, shit, we've been dating for the past, what, you said 2015, 19, that's three years. You've known each other for about seven years. And you kind of feel like you're invested in this situation. And it's about time that something happens. Deval and I had that similar situation. Yeah, we had Although the same. Although we both wanted to be married, we had different time frames of when the marriage should happen. But... We had a similar situation, and all of black Twitter cussed me out because I said that she pressured me. But I'm going to be honest about this, right? There is an undeniable pressure that goes into marrying a woman when you ask her, and it's your responsibility as a man to provide for her, right? So when I asked her to get married, I was under that influence like, this is my wife. If I'm going to ask her to have kids, I have to be able to pay the bills. If she's having a baby, I have to be able to take on all the financial responsibility. During the time, I had just got cut and lost my job. So I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm ready to get married now, not because I'm not in love, but can I handle that responsibility? Kadeen, admittedly so, said she was only focused on having a wedding. And this is the part that women don't like to admit, but she said she was focused on the wedding, I was focused on the marriage. So I felt pressure. And when I said I wasn't ready to get married, she was taken back, like, what's wrong with me? And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. I got to make sure my house is in order. And a lot of times I feel like men get that bad rap when, we're not, when we say we're not ready. And sometimes it's fear. It's fear. It has nothing to do with you. That's his own insecurities that he's projecting. But sometimes we don't know how to express it. I didn't express it properly to her when we were at that moment. Because I didn't know what to say. I was also only 27 at the time. So I was just like, uh, I think we just need to wait. And she was like, why? And I was like, because there's just some things I need to work out. And I just don't know if I'm ready right now. That's horrible communication. But at 27, how do you know how to communicate? Yeah. You see and what I'm saying? in my mind, I think um, what DeVal has done a great job of doing, at least with me, since we met, was actually trying to be a good communicator. You tried. Yeah. Yeah. And in having such great faith in him 
and knowing his work ethic and his drive. And I just felt like, you know, at that time we had already owned two properties because you were coming yeah. out of the NFL. You were in transitions because you just lost your job and retired. But I just had the utmost faith that we were going to figure it out. Like, we were going to do it together regardless. And, we, and it didn't matter how it was going to happen, but it was going to happen. So whether we had the wedding, he's like, do you want the wedding or do you want the house? I'm like, shit, I want both. Like, how is that going to happen for us? You know, because also, too, like I said, in my mind, I'm like, shit, I'm rolling on 27, 28. I want to have my first kid by 30. I want to have a house. There are all these things in my mind that I had mapped out. And what happens when shit don't go according to plan? So I understand how you feel. Yeah. I understand how you feel. But only you can make a decision to Absolutely. know if you really want to sit and wait that out. And I think it's worth having more open dialogue and conversations with him if he is the type to communicate out loud. Babe, babe, because, can I ask you one question? Yeah, go for it. Have you ever expressed to him that you want to get married, why you want to get married, and what your needs are? Have you ever expressed that to him? So yes. what she said was she's expressed that she wants to, but she hasn't given a why. And the reason why that's important is because if he doesn't understand why it's important for you to get married right now, he can't even fathom why it's that important, period. So you have to express that before you make a decision and be ready for whatever his response is. Because right. if you give him the why and he says, I don't care, now you have the right to say, I'm ready to move on because we're not aligned. Yeah. But if you say the why and he goes, oh, wow, I never thought about that. Let's make a plan. That's somebody you want to work together with. So don't just discard it. Don't just throw it away. Have the conversation and try to figure out how y'all can meet in the middle. All right. Good luck, sis. Drea. Drea, right? Good luck to you. Yes. All right. That was a good first question. Who's up next? It was. Who do we have? I see a couple hands coming up. I got one. I, I, I got a question. Wait. Yeah, it's Tiff, me. It's is that me. Tiff the barber? Everybody give it up for what up, what up? the woman who keeps my husband fly. I do have a question. Hairline sharp. Love it. Um, so how do you deal with a person that's defensive, like where it's hard to have. A, Don't look at me like that. Sis, hold on, hold on, because the first night we did a show in New York, you were saying how you was defensive at first. Yeah. How did you handle that and still be able to carry on the conversation without not being able to get past the confrontational part? You know long, what I mean? Long walks and alcohol. <laughs> no. <laughs> a little marijuana. <laughs> uh, facts. Yeah. Facts. That's that, yeah. Um, I tend to be the one who Deval claims to label defensive. Wait, wait, wait. I label you defensive or are you defensive? There needs to be some accountability. I, feel like I have defensive moments. I have defensive moments. And that's just something that I think stems from just my upbringing, my childhood, things that were never discussed when I was younger. So it's just like, okay, when it comes to communicating and having to. I've always had to portray, portray and I've always tried to be that perfect child and that perfect wife and that perfect mom. So if I feel like someone is putting me in a position to question So are you that, defensive or not? I do have moments where I may get defensive. Yes, I do have moments. You're watching in real time. So, but sometimes I don't think it's me being defensive. I feel as though... She's about to defend herself. If my herself. husband does not... I feel as though if my husband is in a position where he feels like, okay, Kadeen, you did something that I'm not in agreement with. I don't, this doesn't make me happy. I don't approve of what you did. I feel like I owe to him an explanation of how I arrived at my choice. Would you say that's fair? Okay. Because I'm not, defensive I'm not, too. 
Because I'm not about to be doing stuff just willy-nilly for no reason as if, as if I'm being irresponsible. So there's a lot of times thought and decision that goes into me arriving at a particular destination. Deval does not like to hear that at times. Deval prefers... Nope. He prefers for me to just listen to him to understand where he's coming from and then that be it. I can listen to you. I can understand That's where you're coming it. from. But does, is it not worth me then saying I understand how you feel but here's why I made the decision I made? I feel like that's just necessary in a conversation. But in his eyes, that's me being defensive and making an excuse and trying to backtrack and backpedal. And I'm like, bro, no, I'm just trying to take you through the chain of events so you know how I, arri how I arrived at this destination. But label me defensive, baby. Label me defensive. Are you the, are you, yeah, no, I'm about to give you a solution. Here's a solution. I'm about to give you a solution. Because she's done being defensive. So... <laughs> Y'all literally got a chance to see what I go through. Sometimes in a relationship, I'm not asking you why you did something because your why doesn't matter to me. For example, if you slap me in the face, do I care why you slap me in the face? No, I'm just trying to explain to you how that slap affected me. And when, you, when I'm explaining to you how the slap affected me, you not acknowledging that you slapped me and it hurts? hurts me again while you spend time defending why you had to slap me. That, that doesn't work for me. This is how I feel. This is how I feel. If someone comes to you and says, listen, you did something that hurt me. When my wife comes to me and says, hey, Deval, I feel a way about this. My first response isn't, let me give you all the reasons why I did what I did. My first thing is, wow, what did I do and what can I do to be better so that I don't repeat the behavior? So it's let me listen. I slapped you in the face. Okay. How'd that make you feel? Baby, I apologize. I'm not going to slap you in the face no more. I'm going to work on being better. I'm not going to spend hours trying to convince her why my slap was justified. And that's what being defensive is. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people who are defensive don't realize that they're doing that. You understand what I'm saying? No, no, no. That's not what it is. Does anybody understand where I'm coming from? Because we, we literally argue about this all the time. Of course. Deval doesn't like apology. So he says, apologize and say X, Y, Z. Deval will be like, don't apologize to me. Change behavior is the best apology, right? Yes. I acknowledge that. Okay, yes. cool. So I'm not yes. going to say, Deval, you know, I'm sorry I did X, Y, Z. But you don't at least want to know why I arrived at that, that slap, for example? So... This is, a, this is very important. This is very important because Tiff asked a question, right? Being defensive doesn't only, only mean that you defend your point. It means that you're not even willing to have an open conversation and you keep trying to defend your point without hearing what your partner's saying. Well, we don't do That's that. That's what you literally just did that just now. Before I could say a word, you started defending all of your points. Did she not, ladies and gentlemen? So y'all got to... Y'all got a chance to see it in real time. Being defensive is not only defending your point. Being defensive means my words are more important than yours. So no matter what you say, I'm going to defend my point first. That's what being defensive is. So I think it takes one of the partners to say, you know what? I understand how my partner communicates. This is what I learned to do, Tiff. I don't, I don't blame her and I don't shame her for being who she is. So I don't say, oh, she's defensive, fuck this. 
I let her say her point. Because I... So what Tiff said was, do I feel like I lose my voice because I'm letting her speak first? I don't. There We're ain't doing, no way for DeVal to lose his voice, Tiff. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this for life, which means we have nothing but time. So to me, it doesn't matter who says it first. I've learned, I've learned to say, you know what? I'm going to tell Kay how she, I feel. And before I can finish saying how I feel, she's going to tell me 8,000 reasons why she did what she did. To avoid an argument, I'm going to let her get all of that out. I'm going to acknowledge the fact that I understand why you did what you did, but I'm going to still tell her, I understand what you did, why you did what you did, but it still hurt me. And do you understand that no matter how you justify what you did, it still hurt me? And we've learned to communicate that way. A lot of times people say, I got to speak first or I need to have the last word. I don't give a shit about having the last word. I just want to make sure we both have an understanding. When you understand how your partner communicates, I no longer be like, you're defensive, fuck this, I'm not having a conversation. I let her speak. The same way I'm mule-headed. I'm very strong-minded. So I believe my way is right all the, time. all the time. So she's learned to be like, you know what? Let me let listen me let to what he's piece. saying. Yes. We kind of have it down to like a recipe. So it's the point yes. where we don't even really get into arguments like that no more, Tiff. It's not even like a defense battle. It's literally like, all right, here's the process. Here's, okay, here we got a disagreement. Here we go. So it's literally like a sparring match, but it's a very amicable one at this point because we're yes. literally just letting each other air out what it is seeing if we can come to some sort of agreement, if it's required. Where is the, we have moments where we're like, you know what, we're, not, we're just not going to agree on this. And is it really yes. that big of a battle that we really have to continue yes. to pick at? Or are we just going to let this shit rock right now? Um, but it, in real time, y'all, you see how we go back and forth? But, but, it's literally how it is. But the most important thing is the acknowledgement of understanding. She can be defensive and I can be narrow-minded, but if I can acknowledge that I understand where she's coming from and she can acknowledge that she understands where I'm coming from, we can come to an agreement. Being defensive is just one way to argue. Being mule-headed is just one way to argue. Once you realize that about your partner, just be like, all right, well, I understand how she's going to respond. Let me get my point across and understand her point. So you're never going to stop a defensive person from being defensive the same way you're never going to stop a mule-headed person from being mule-headed. But you have to agree to work on understanding their perspective, and that's really what it is. And as long as you can agree that I understand where you're coming from, you can work on being better. Because like I said to Kay, I don't, I don't believe in apologies. The best apology is change behavior. Don't apologize and slap me in the face again. You know what I'm saying? Apologize and then say, I'm going to do better and live better. So. Hope that helps, Tiff. <laughs> I, got a, I got a stalker alert back here. This young lady got up out of her seat, found me with the microphone, and told me she had a question. Okay. Back here. I can't even see nothing. So we gonna oh, y'all by ask. the bar. Okay, we see you back here. Here I am. Here hey, I sis. Am. How are you? Hi. My name is Gabrielle. I just want to say Kadeen and DeVal. Me and my boyfriend, we love you all. We love you too. Thank, Thank you, you so much. We love you both. We watch your podcast. We watch your show. We watch your Instagram. We watch your Facebook. <laughs> we appreciate everything, that. Thank you. Everything that you can think of. Ain't that right, babe? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... I was late in filling out the information, so I wasn't able to put the information on about our relationship. But as I said, my name is Gabrielle, I am 27. And I'm Otor, and I'm 57. 
All right. All right so now. Does that sound like one of y'all podcasts that you just had? What's it? Please continue. <laughs> I want to hear the question. Y'all just had a whole podcast. I said I listened to y'all, right? Yes. Y'all just had a whole podcast about older men dating younger women. Yes. Younger women dating older men, right? Yes. We've been together for six years. Okay. Okay. Now now the math, is the math math in y'all? No, 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 no. We don't need no mathematicians. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We done. See the math math. No mathematicians are here tonight. Okay. Okay. But we've been together for six years. Six years. Ups and downs, baby. Ups of course. and downs. Of course. And we relate to a lot that you all talk about. Yes. Okay? So, so we've been to New Jersey. We coming back home. We listening to y'all podcast. And I'm like, baby, that's you. And he's like, no, baby, that's you. Uh-huh. He th- he's you, Deval. Okay. And Kadeen, I'm you. Okay? Okay. So, so, what's the question, sis? My question is... <laughs> we got the background. We got no, no, no. I had to give you no, that. No, you had I to. Got you, I, I got, got you. We didn't get selected as one of the couples. So, right. I had to give you that. Got now, you. my question is, my man love big asses, okay? Okay. okay. He love fat asses. Okay. All right? Now, I'm natural. I, I got what I got. That's okay. all I got. Now, my question is... Triple, the mic. I told him... <laughs> I told him, I said, baby, I will go get surgery so, so I can get what you want to look at. Okay. He don't want me to do that because he don't want other men to look at me. So my question is, how should I go about him continuing to look at women with big asses and I just have an average ass? Do we got a spotlight so we can see how big her ass is? <laughs> Let's see what she working with back there. <laughs> I mean, it's moving. I'm going to make this very, very simple. It's definitely look, moving. Look, I'm going to make this very simple. Can you give him the mic real quick? Can you give him the mic real quick? Real quick. This is very simple. Triple's there. Triple's right there. Okay, awesome. We have a real question. My man, my man, real quick. Do you, do you love her ass? Of course. So then that's all that matters, baby. I don't know why you even focus on anything else. Social media will have you fucked up because women will look at all of this stuff and say, dang, that's what my man wants. He wants you. That's why he's here with you. Also, don't don't compare yourself to other women. It's so easy to fall into that. It's easy to do that. If, If he didn't want to be with you, he wouldn't be with you. It's that simple. But I will say this. He never gonna stop looking. Yep. I look at ass all the time. That's a fact. They look at ass all the time. Yeah, they I, be sending me asses. Like, <laughs> I do. I appreciate beautiful in- bodies. Instagram is an app do. to look at, right? Yes. And, and just Absolutely. to be honest, here's a very transparent moment, right? Very transparent moment. I hate having a beard. The shit is itchy. I hate it. <laughs> but you know who likes beards? Her. You know, who I, you know how I know? Because she be on Instagram looking at men with beards. That's a fact. Alpha black so, man, men you gotta, with bears, whatever. You got to understand. Don't go look at who I'm following now. I know y'all going to go to my page <laughs> and see who I'm following. That, that, <laughs> this is the truth, bro. That never changes. Just because you meet somebody and you fall in love with this doesn't mean that everybody else just instantly becomes unattractive. 
That's not how that works. If you think that that's going to happen, you're in for disappointment. Seriously. But when someone chooses you, they choose you for a reason. I choose her for a reason. I'm going to look at women. Women are beautiful. But every day, I'm going to go home and be with her. That's and just how it is. And all that aside, says, how do you feel about your ass is the question. Yes. Because far too many times, us women are doing it for other women. We're doing it for, other, for, for men. We're doing it for a spouse. How do you feel about yourself is really yes. ultimately what matters. All right. You have to feel good about That's you, fact. Ma. Yes. Okay. And I got one more question. <laughs> she 27, you 57. She be having you do TikTok videos with your old line. <laughs> That's what we want to know. Yes. Let me explain something to you. Videos. I seen the love when you got up and yes. you hugged that woman. Yes. Age don't mean shit. That's a fact. When you love somebody, you love them exactly the way they are. <laughs> so y'all go ahead and keep loving each other. That's a fact. Give it up for All them right, in the back, y'all. Yes. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for the support. For real. For real. Hi, Kadena Naval. What's Hello. up? Hello. On to the next. <laughs> my name is Brianna. I'm from DC. I'm here with my husband, Regis. What's Beautiful. up? Do you like a model, sis? Oh, thank How you. How tall are you? Um, I have on heels, but without them, on almost 5'8". Nice. All right. Nice. So um, I've been following you, following you guys for a while. We've been married almost two years in December, and um, Regis would like five children. Um mm. I went into the marriage knowing that he does want five kids. Um, oh, House said I can do a house with seven kids. That I yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> Got to start now, though. Gotta. Oh, eight. Okay. So my question is for, you know, Regis is wildly ambitious. He's an entrepreneur. I'm also a career woman. We are go, go, go. We have support from family, but my parents are, are married. They've been married almost 40 years. You guys have help with your four children, your yes. mother in the home. So I want to know a realistic um, sort of snapshot into the life of the average individual who has multiple children. How would you be able to prioritize your marriage, make sure that you're still pouring into one another, making sure that the marriage is the priority while you have children so that you can still grow in love with one another and not focus on the children? So well, much. here's the first thing. Don't ever say average. You can't be great by saying I want to be average. You understand what I'm saying? So if you want to live that type of life and have all the things that you want and desire out of life, you can't think like an average person because the average person is never going to do that. Yeah. So you have to automatically believe that you are greater than everything that you've seen. And that's not arrogance. That's not cocky. That's a belief that God gave you. If you can see it, that means he gave it to you for a reason. And now you have to go claim it. So if he wants five kids and he can see himself with five kids, you believe in his dream and you believe in yourself and you can have five kids and be an entrepreneur, go do it. Go do it. That's all Kadeen and I, I do. I believe in myself and him. And we have four. And we, <laughs> so and we two figure children, it out. And here we are with four. We um, figure I it out. I think the way we manage to prioritize things is really um, trying to stay as organized as possible. And like you said, leaning on the village, that is everything to us. Yes. Who, who you think is home right now with Jackson Cairo Cats and Coda? Mimi. Mimi. Shout out yes. to Mimi, Papa, my grandmother. We are... So blessed to be able to call in the reinforcements whenever we need that. And it's who better to be with our children when we can't be than our parents. Devon yes. and I are going to a wedding with my parents in November. My brother and my sister. Shout out to Tristan and Sakari in the audience. Yes. We're going to be in a wedding in Jamaica. And my in-laws, Devon's parents, were like, we'll come down. Devon's mm -hmm. grandparents are driving for Virginia. We'll have four family members, great-grandparents yep. and grandparents to help while we're away. So yep. that really puts us at ease to know yeah. that. But in terms of prioritizing our marriage, that's something that we have to be super deliberate about because it is so easy to 
mix and mingle the idea of being husband and wife, being mom and dad, being business partners. It's so easy to have that kind of cross into each other and then the lines get blurred and sometimes I look around and I'm like, yo, I don't want Deval, my business partner. I don't want Deval, my co-host. Yeah. I don't want Zach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes I do be wanting Zach when I see them scenes <laughs> he be having on TV. But um, sometimes I just want my man. I just want you to be able to clock out and he's not good with that. So it's also kind of knowing you two's personalities. You say that he is a go-getter. He is, his work ethic is through the mm. roof. That's who I'm married to as well, and he does not know when to clock out. So I have to sometimes put it in our calendar, our joint calendar yeah. that we have, or I have to let our manager know that there's going to be times, sis, where I'm going to need my husband, I'm going to need you to block these days because I'm taking him away, or these are going to be family days for the kids, yeah. or these are going to be days where we will decide that we're going to buckle down and we're going to pour into our business stuff. I have a little, should I let him in on the little secret that we have? Good, good. I'm not pregnant, y'all, so don't even try <laughs> it, okay? <laughs> but when I say that to say, for example, one of the latest things that we're working on that will be coming out uh, at the beginning of next year, Deval and I are writing a book. Well, we wrote a book. The book is already written. So anyone who's been at any of our live shows, New York, Philly, and you guys here in D.C. know that. So look forward to it coming out around Valentine's Day. And it's not going to be a how-to and here are the five pillars of how to have the perfect marriage, yeah, 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 because, you know, we don't believe in that. And though we are flattered that we've been hashtag relationship goals and all that stuff, we really just want to share more about our story. Um, there's been things that you guys have heard about between us on the podcast, things about our past. But this time around, we have some stories that are untold. Yeah that really helped to get you guys to understand how we arrived at this destination, yep. how our upbringing, um, our parents have kind of contributed to who we are as individuals and then us growing together as individuals, working together since the age of 18 to now. So I'm looking forward to that and I'm hoping that you guys will support as well and, and find the book yes. to be something that's really, really, really dope. Um, but you know each other, and you know your strengths and weaknesses, so I know that he can't clock out. He knows that I'm a procrastinator at times, and I'll take my times getting things done, but we respect each other's processes. Mm -hmm. It wasn't always easy to get here, yeah. but I know where his strengths are. He knows where mine are. We know when we have to kind of tag each other in and who's better equipped in the moment to deal with whatever the situation is and really just trying to stay organized and keeping each other's first because DeVal does not do well if he doesn't have his bestie all. That's the truth. Because we best friends up here, first and foremost, before everything else. Yeah, if there's one thing I would have to just piggyback, it's the fact that she's my best friend. So as long as I can always reach out and be like, okay, my friend is here, we'll figure everything else out. We'll figure the kids, we'll figure jobs. I got my friend. That's the basis for everything. And once you can figure that out, you always be good. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Y'all are dope. Y'all are dope for being here, for sure. Next question. Next question. Where are we at? Where's Tribble at? Zenora. Okay, Can't we have see. someone in the back there. Yeah. Hey, sis. Hello. What's Hi. up? Kadeen and DeVal. Um, yes. My fiance is not here. My maid of honor bought me. I get married in two weeks as well. There Congratulations. Is. Um, is it two weeks from today? Y'all have the same date? Uh, September 9th. September 9th. Okay. Yes. September 3rd. You two is who I saw earlier. Yes. I was going to shout y'all out. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So I listen to your podcast all the time, and I make him listen to it when there's certain situations that come up that I'm like, this is us, and you need to listen to this, and we need to discuss it. Mm. So one of the things that came up was- He probably DM'd me. Sex. <laughs> he definitely DM'd me. He about. probably has. One of the biggest issues that comes up is sex. Um, he's 47, I'm 38. 
38. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, he's 48, I'm 38. So we're 10 years apart. In the beginning, of course, rabbits. We've been mm -hmm. together for eight years, so rabbits. But now I'm like, bro, I'm good. You know, once a week, we good. And he's like, no, I need more than once a week. So, of course, I'm like, what's the compromise? I can give you this mouth. You can take these lips, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if I don't feel like penetration and everything else, like, what do you suggest, like, the compromise can be for a situation like that? Because his drive is here, and I'm coming down a little bit right now. But I'm sure it comes back up at 40. That's what That's I keep what I hear. Anybody in their 40s, women? Does it come back? She's over here like, yes, sis. All right. <laughs> here it comes back for the ladies in the 40s. Looking forward to that. I mean, this is our struggle too, Deval. Yeah. It's a lot of our struggle. We've just learned to get real creative with stuff, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we've, we've gotten extremely creative. I think for us, it was, it was this understanding, right? And this was, always goes back to the monogamy episode. If you are dating a guy who you know has a high sex drive, and you like him because he doesn't compromise on anything in his life. He doesn't compromise on his job, his family. He doesn't compromise on his work or his, his dreams. Why would you ask him to compromise in the bedroom? Because it's just not that, it's not that easy. So it's like, I want you to only be, and this is, this is how it sounds to us men, right? I want you to only be with me, but I want you to only be with me when I want you to be with me. On my terms. Wait, wait a second. Y'all all right over here? <laughs> Sound like somebody like, amen over here. <laughs> no, and, and that's, that's what it sounds like to us if you as a, a woman don't communicate it properly. And what Kadeen and I had to learn was that how you communicate your sexual needs is extremely important. It's don't just say to him, I don't want to do it. Have a conversation about why your sex drive may be down. For example, we were rabbits all through college, we were rabbits for the most part when we got engaged. She got on a different birth control. I didn't know that the birth control was going to affect her sex drive. Nor did I. Then she got pregnant after she got off the birth control. I had no idea about how hormonal imbalances were going to affect her sex drive. As men, we have to learn and understand the body that we are dealing with. And when you understand that, you become a lot more empathetic to what women are going through. But ladies... You can't just expect him to know that. These conversations have to be had, and they're very difficult conversations. But the problem is when you have these conversations, one or both parties get defensive. Then they feel like the other party's being selfish, and then all communications stop, and that's when sex gets stale. For us, it was literally like y'all. Kay was like, look, when I get penetration and I'm satisfied, I'm good. I don't want to have penetration two days in a like row. I feel like that's a compliment, no? Do, do any men feel like that's a compliment? Like, oh, my girl is good for a good two, three days because I put it down. Do you feel like that? No? No men feel like, there's not one man in here that's just like, yo, my girl is good because I put it down, so she good for about two, three days. I feel like I'm the man, no? That, that's not how it works? Um, do you understand being, the logic, though? No, 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 no. I do understand the logic, right? And this is how men and women differ. Your logic is, that shit was so good, I'm good. For us, it was like, that shit was so good, I want to do it again. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, and you, can't, tell, you can't say that the men are wrong, and we can't say that the women are wrong. You just have to learn how to communicate. So what we ended up doing was, don't judge us. 
Kay will be like, blow my back out Monday. <laughs> Tuesday, I'm going to give you the sloppy toppy. <laughs> if you're not good on Wednesday, I'll give you that, that happy ending massage. And by Thursday, she's going to be ready to go again. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And I am like, all right, as long as we have a plan, I know that she's putting in work to take care of me. There's some days I can look at my wife's face and be like, babe, you just tired. Go to sleep. Because for, for men, and, and a lot of men will never admit this, we just want to be wanted. It's a blow to our ego when you go to your woman and you try to come on to her and she rejects you. A lot of men will not admit that. I'm willing to admit it because I'm not out here trying to date nobody else. This is the only woman I got to deal with for the rest of my life. My ego gets hurt when I look at my wife and she's looking good and I try to come unto her and she's like, oh, I got a headache or I don't feel like it. So then you start to think, what's wrong with me? That the woman that I want to be with doesn't want to be with me. And a lot of women feel like men don't go through that. But we do go through that. So imagine you on Monday have sex with your woman, then you come back on Tuesday, she hits you with the old rain check. Wednesday is I got a headache. <laughs> Thursday is I got you tomorrow. It's like, dang, why do I keep being rejected? But also, so, too, don't get me wrong. We don't have, like, an actual schedule. I, I think it's more of a mental thing for me. No, I was giving an example. Yeah. We, we don't have a schedule. You, that's also not fun, either. When you have something that you have to clock out a schedule to have sex, it's like, who wants to do that shit, neither? There's no fire. There's no spice. There's no right. spontaneity. Right. But it's almost like keeping that mental check of, like, all right, right. I, did, I did this. I threw it back on Monday. So, all right. You know, like, that's how I kind of go through it in my head. So, I'm like, all right, if he's in a little bit of a bad mood come day two, three, I know I got to do something because I could tell in his whole, like, his whole aura be off. <laughs> my aura be everybody. off. My aura be off. aura is off. Like, I come in the door. As soon as I come in the door, I just look it up. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm backtracking like, what's today? Yup. I can see she's going through it. Damn and I just be like, it was Monday. <laughs> but women That's don't know how men are built. Like, we see y'all and we be ready to go. And I do think I might get killed for this. I think it's unfair for a woman to say to a man, only be with me, but only be with me when I want you to be with me. I think that that's unfair. Because as a man, I can't do that to you. Listen to this hypothetical. Who here likes to travel? Women, y'all like to travel? Love to All travel. Right. Listen to this hypothetical. This analogy. <laughs> I meet you, beautiful woman. Handsome guy comes over and says, baby, what do you like to do? She said, oh, I like to travel. I said, I'm going to take you around the world. I'm going to make you see everything. You're going to do everything to me. We're going to be best friends. And she's like, yes. For the first two months, we travel every weekend, right? Because y'all be having sex like rabbits early, right? So every weekend, we be traveling. Boom, boom, boom. I said, you know what, baby? Let's make this exclusive. I want to be the only person in your life you travel with. And she says, great. We've been traveling every weekend. I can get used to this. So now you're traveling every weekend, and out of nowhere... You getting your bags packed. You like, baby, where you going? And he goes, I'm tired. We not traveling nowhere. So she's like, okay, fine, I'll give you a break. The next weekend comes around. Baby, where we traveling this weekend? Oh, I got a headache. So now she's like, well, I was used to us having travel dates every weekend. And then he's just like, well, I'm just not in the mood to travel no more. Don't you think that'd be fucked up? Be honest. It would be I mean, fucked up. So that now way. that you think that it's fucked up, imagine you give a nigga pussy a lot. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, you just be like, 
don't want to give you no more pussy no more. <laughs> That's how men feel. And I'm not saying that you do it on purpose, but I feel like we as people don't have these conversations to understand what the other person is going through. Because if you had these conversations, you would say, she's not just cutting me off. There are things going on. For example, I didn't know we were having sex so much in college that it throws off a woman's pH balance. When your pH balance gets thrown off, it throws off your sex drive. Yeah, and us women, we, acri- we require so much more. Absolutely. To get to that point. It's Absolutely. not as simple as just jumping up and being ready to go. Because if it was that simple, baby, why would I not want to make you happy and do it every single time you wanted to? I, so, if it was that simple, I would. And that's fair. But ladies, we don't know that. Like, we don't. And then once, we, once you do learn it, you do have men, like myself, and there's probably other men in here who are understanding. But if you don't have the conversation because you're afraid to speak on what you need sexually, you'll never get to that point. So that's ultimately what it comes down to. You got to talk to each other and not be afraid to say what you need and what you desire because that's the only way you're going to get it. That's your life partner. You should be able to be honest with her or him about whatever you need or want. And make it fun, because that travel vacation sex, now that you talk about travel, <laughs> that vacation sex, it's different. Anybody and, else feel like that? Because I know I do. And we can Take me away, baby. We I'll can be tell you. the fuck you want me to be. We've been through ruts. It's easy to get out of ruts when you focus on each other. So just because you're in a rut now, that doesn't mean that rut's going to be the rest of your life. We've been in ruts and got out of ruts by focusing on each other. That's a so, fact. And that of service episode is so, so, so true. Yes. I changed my mindset and kind of thought of ways that I can be of service to DeVal to make his day a bit better. Like, I literally changed my mindset and was like, you know what? Even just sex aside, I literally wake up in the mornings now and I'm like, all right, what do we have to do today? How can I help to make DeVal's day easier? Yeah. And because I'm able to do that for him, he in turn is then more motivated to find ways to make my day easier. Yeah. And it's really just a matter of communication, reciprocity, and taking that into consideration along the way. So Absolutely, baby. Yeah. I appreciate you, yo. <laughs> your fine ass. I love you. So let me ask a question. So, yeah. Did y'all have a good time? Right. Those were some good listener letters, y'all. Do we have time for one more? You know, what time is it? We, we have, have time, time for, for one, one more? more? Hilton has a question. Hilton Who? has a question. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> All right. We'll close it out with Hilton's question here. Thank you so much. Hilton, where you. you at, bro? Thank you so much. I'm there right you are. here. Hi. What's up, Hilton? Right John so, lied on him. <laughs> shout out to um, Sakara and Tristan, your brother and sister. We love them. Oh, yes. Guys, we love them out, too. Shout out to Denora. We love her too. Yay. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, and we love you guys so, so, so much. Thank you so much, Thank Hilton. You. We, we really, too, really Hilton. love you guys. And you know what? I want to ask you guys um, what, your love, what your love language is and when, for each of you, was the first moment when you realized that you fell in deep love with one another. Aww. Yeah. Hilton, the man. Hilton. All the God damn it, <laughs> He said that with the wind blowing his hair, yeah. too. You saw that, right? The wind was blowing. It was a moment for Hilton over there, y'all. <laughs> it was definitely a moment. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, Hilton. Um, 
mean, I forget what the whole like love language thing is. Like, we're all five or six of them at this point. But I know that I definitely, I know what your love language is. What's mine? Maybe let's, let's flip it. Let's see who knows whose love language. Yours is definitely touch. Physical touch, affection. And what else? And, um. You know what it is. Somebody said it. How they know me? What you said? No, Who in there want to get married? Words of affirmation. Oh, words of affirmation. Yes, yes, and that's it. Right. So I couldn't remember all of them in this, but words of affirmation for sure. Yes. Yes. What are mine? Uh, your love languages are shopping. Deval. <laughs> Come on. Don't let me hit you with the shut gifts. up, Deval. Gifts. I, I do like, my, like, yeah, gifts are cute. Surprises. No, no, no. She's not big on quality time. That's a lie. You are a Sagittarius. You spent your pregnancy by yourself i did I, that was hormonal though i was very uh, i wanted to be very much alone especially with my last pregnancy we're back to being defensive now <laughs> <laughs> no um i, I would i would words say words of affirmation for me too though. i would say gifts i would say words of affirmation yeah. i can tell when when my wife is getting down i know how to speak power into her he does like i know how that's to tell her that's a gift her, you have yeah it, 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 it have. is god god has blessed me because he knows what you need so he knows what you need, you do so that he with gave a lot it to people, me though. so I could give it to you. You do that with a lot of people. It's not just me. Like, I'm, I'm actually happy to share you and that gift with people because you have a uh, way of pulling people out of situations that I've never seen before. So. I appreciate you, yeah. baby. I appreciate Seriously, it. But though. that's, I mean, that's, that's God. God gives us all gifts. Mm -hmm. um, and we have I knew ways I was, of spreading his sorry. love or yeah. her love to everyone, and I guess that's my way. So yeah. I, I received that. I knew I was deep in love with DeVal after... <sighs> Probably, I, I mean, I fell in love with him, I feel like almost instantaneously, because I feel like at that age, I had never met someone who was just so sure about himself and just so sure about life and what he wanted and had such a vigor for just being successful. Um, sitting back in our college dorm room back in the day and having conversations and just talking all hours of the night and me driving 45 minutes from Brooklyn to Hofstra to see him until I transferred. I just knew within maybe the first two weeks of meeting him, Hilton, he was the one. He was it. I called my cousin up, and I was like, girl, I met my husband tonight. That was after our first date. And she'll tell you to this day, she was at the New York show, my cousin Sophia. And she was like, girl, please, his head mad big. She was like, he didn't even seem like he grew into his head yet. What you mean it's going to be your husband? I was husband? wild skinny. I was, was 148 pounds. And she was like, what? And I was just like, there's just something so dope and so electric about him, and I just, I don't understand what it is, but it's something. And that was October 3rd, 2002. And we have spoken every day since. Yeah. Here we are, married, four kids, this whole life, it's, it's insane. For me, it was witnessing a woman with such drive and power do it with dignity. She's a Brooklyn girl, she came to my room, and I remember the first night she spent the night with me, right? We didn't have sex because she was being deliberate about being a lady. And I wasn't pressuring her. And she had on a two-piece lavender nighty. He remembered the color, y'all. Yes, it looked, it was kind of velvet, but it, it was like. It was velvet. It was velvet. Yes. I planned that out. I went and got it from Rainbow. <laughs> I was like, this is cute. So it's not really lingerie, but it's a it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. She um <laughs> she slept over and she slept over and she got up and she made sure I got up to go to class. And I was like, what is happening here? And she was just like, hey, she was like, hey, um, 
you want something to eat? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go grab something to eat. She's like, you don't have time. I went to class. When I got out of class, she had a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll from the deli. And for me, it was like, yo, she really just exudes everything that I, I know that I want in a woman. And at the time, I was 18, and I was fighting it. I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship. I want to sow my wild oats. I want to I do this. I'm an athlete. And it, everything drew me to her. Like, look how beautiful she is. And Thank I'm, not, I'm not lying to you. That was probably one of the last things that was on my mind. It was everything else. She used to drive to Hostra from Brooklyn to see me twice a week. She would leave little love notes on the pillow. Like, when I had to go to practice, when I come back, my bed would be fully made up, and she would have a handwritten love note on the pillow. And I'm like, yo, what kind of... it on thick, y'all. Yo, <laughs> she, I was like, who does this? Like, handwritten script. First of all, my head was hurting trying to read the shit because nobody writes the script no more. But I was like, it was That's the details. No, it was, it was just those details made me realize, like, no matter what, this is the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. And I just felt like I could envision myself taking over the world with her. And you see what we're doing here. It's all coming to fruition, so. And that's all thanks to y'all. Yes, it is all thanks to y'all because y'all love us so much. But realistically, that's what it was, man. She just told me her, showed me her true self. She never held back. Yeah. She told me she loved me in two weeks. Um, I said, thanks, because I, did, I didn't know how to respond. And this is what she said. She's like, that's okay. And I was like, this fucking girl is just so, ah! <laughs> And I just fell in love with her, and I've been in love with her ever since. Ever since, y'all. <laughs> so, did y'all have a good time? Yeah. I'm going to ask one more time. Did y'all have a good time? Yeah. We had such a great time with y'all tonight, man. Before, I can go on and know I could do this fast. I know, right? Talk to y'all Before we leave, I'd like to do this with everyone because we always want everyone to leave here feeling like they are going to be better tomorrow than they were today. So I ask for everybody, stand up. I want you to close your eyes. Close your eyes, just be quiet for a minute. Close your eyes. Envision the perfect life, the life that you want, with the person that you want, doing all the things that you want. And I want you to take a minute and understand that if you can envision it, that it's already happened. And since it's already happened, it's God's will for you to have it. All you have to do is claim it. So in this moment right here, before you leave, I want you to say that you are going to claim the life that you deserve and you desire. But you have to be disciplined. Because discipline over desire will determine your destination. Everybody open up your eyes. That life that you just saw is yours. Because me and Kay did that in college, and this is what we wanted to see, and we were able to get it. So this is what we're not going to do. We're not going to say goodbye, because we're going to see everybody here again. We family at this point, all right? We're going to give you what we call as an Ellis goodbye. When I say Ellis goodbye on three, you pat your, thrust, your chest three, two times, one, two, and you say peace, because we're going to spend love and peace to everybody. So Ellis goodbye on three, you pat your chest two times, and we say peace. Ellis, goodbye on three. One, two, three. Peace.
Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.